Good evening. It is Friday, June 12th, 2020. What a splendid way to bring a day or an end to a conclusion as our fellowship comes together to pray, to seek transformation, to bring our lives more in line with the life and ministry of Christ and the will of our Creator as we travel through life. I hope that you had a blessed Friday, and I hope that you found grace somewhere in the week that has passed. I wish you a blessed and rich weekend, and I'm so grateful to you for being a part of this ministry. I'm Bob, and this is Evening Prayer. Seek him who made the Pleiades and Orion, and turns deep darkness into the morning, and darkens the day into night, who calls for the waters of the sea and pours them out upon the surface of the earth. The Lord is his name. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. O Lord, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven. O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. The psalm appointed for this evening is Psalm 75. Truly, God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had nearly slipped. I had almost tripped and fallen, because I envied the proud and saw the prosperity of the wicked, for they suffered no pain and their bodies are sleek and sound. In the misfortunes of others they have no share. They are not afflicted as others are. Therefore, they wear their pride like a necklace and wrap their violence about them like a cloak. Their iniquity comes from gross minds, and their hearts overflow with wicked thoughts. They scoff and speak maliciously. Out of their haughtiness they plan oppression. They set their mouths against the heavens 
and their evil speech runs through the world. And so the people turn to them and find in them no fault. They say, How should God know? Is there knowledge in the Most High? So then these are the wicked. Always at ease, they increase their wealth. In vain have I kept my heart clean and washed my hands in innocence. I have been afflicted all day long and punished every morning. Had I gone on speaking this way, I should have betrayed the generation of your children. When I tried to understand these things, it was too hard for me. Until I entered the sanctuary of God and discerned the end of the wicked. Surely you set them in slippery places, you cast them down in ruin. Oh, how suddenly do they come to destruction, come to an end and perish from terror. Like a dream when one awakens, O Lord, when you arise you will make their image vanish. When my mind became embittered, I was sorely wounded in my heart. I was stupid and had no understanding. I was like a brute beast in your presence. Yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. You will guide me by your counsel and afterwards receive me with glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And having you, I desire nothing upon earth. Though my flesh and my heart should waste away, God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Truly, those who forsake you will perish. You destroy all who are unfaithful. But it is good for me to be near God. I have made the Lord God my refuge. I will speak of all your works in the gates of the city of Zion. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The lesson this evening is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 16. That's Matthew 16, verses 21 through 28. From that time on, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and undergo great suffering at the hands of the elders and chief priests and scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, God forbid it, Lord, this must never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. Then Jesus told his disciples, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. For what would it profit them if they gain the whole world but forfeit their life? Or what will they give in return for their life? For the Son of Man is to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay everyone for what has been done. Truly I tell you, 
There are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves, and take up their cross, and follow me. What could be a more difficult commandment than that. Give up yourself, your desires, your longings, your, your, your hunger for possessions, for power, for reputation, for whatever earthly treasure you might focus your eyes on, your career or your community, your standing in the world, the way people think about you. Give it up, take up your cross, and follow Jesus. A difficult commandment indeed, because we know where Jesus' cross led him. And so we can be confident where our cross will lead us, at least in the short term, certainly in this world. The things that this world treasures are worthless in heaven. The psalmist reminds us, worthless to God, and ultimately, worthless to us. What can you accumulate that you'll take with you to the grave? Nothing. Nothing. And as Jesus asks so poignantly and in some ways terrifyingly, what will it profit them if they gain the whole world but forfeit their life? Or what will they give in return for their life? A sage once said, if you want to know what someone values, look at their calendar. Where do you spend your time? Where do you invest that precious gift? What profiteth a man if he gain the whole world and lose his soul? What are you paying? What is the cost? I say you, but of course I mean me. I suppose I mean all of us, when our goals are not God's goals, the cost can be terrible. And so we must measure and evaluate, and sometimes we must change, change course, change our calendars, change the way we invest our lives, our hearts, the way we live in our community the way we live in our family. It's a fearful price to pay to take up one's cross. But as the psalmist reminds us, it is good for me to be near God. I have made the Lord God my refuge. There's no safety for us. There's no safety for us in, in our savings account or in our home, our house, 
and things we own. There's no safety for us. Voting for the right politician or owning the right security system or uh, owning the right car or the right guns or the right clothes. There's no safety in there. There's no security in those things. All of them will turn to dust. In a hundred years, they'll all be gone or belong to someone else. And we will have nothing but the love that we have shared with our Creator. That will be our legacy. Love will be our treasure. And we will know it is good to be near God. It is good. Amen. Let's say together what we believe. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. O God, from whom all good proceeds, grant that by your inspiration we may think those things that are right, and by your merciful guiding may do them. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. O God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth, and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you, bringing the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. This evening, from the World Cycle of Prayer, we pray for the people of Papua New Guinea. And from the ecumenical cycle of prayer, 
We pray for our sisters and brothers, members of the Indian Evangelical Lutheran Church. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Let us pray now for our own needs and those of others. Almighty and everlasting God, from whom cometh every good and perfect gift, send down upon our bishops and other clergy and upon the congregations committed to their charge the healthful spirit of thy grace, and that they may truly please thee. Pour upon them the continual dew of thy blessing. Grant this, O Lord, for the honor of our Advocate and Mediator, Jesus Christ. Amen. O God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, our only Savior, the Prince of Peace, give us grace seriously to lay to heart the great dangers we are in by our unhappy divisions. Take away all hatred and prejudice and whatever else may hinder us from godly union and concord, that as there is but one body and one spirit, one hope of our calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of us all. So may we be all of one heart and of one soul, united in one holy bond of truth and peace, of faith and charity. And may with one mind and one mouth glorify you, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord Jesus Christ, you became poor for our sake, that we might be made rich through your poverty. Guide and sanctify, we pray, those whom you call to follow you under the vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience, that by their prayers and service they may enrich your church, and by their life and worship may glorify your name. For you reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them.
Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.